Hey, what's going on, everybody? Um, this is actually going to be a pre-recorded um, podcast, a pre-recorded Zoom. So this is dating back to July 20th, 2022. Um, this was, I believe, my third Zoom call that I did with the TOLF, the Thriving Lives community. Um, so in this particular one, I'm talking about the struggles of getting started with a new coach, a new plan, a new diet, and all that good stuff. Um, so really, you know, coming to, to, to square one when you're first starting a new program. So keep all that in mind that it is older. This is not a current one, um, but still some good information in here. All right, we're good to go. All right. Welcome. Welcome, friends. Thanks for being here. Um, after my two week long hiatus, I'm happy to be back and doing these. Um, today's topic that I wanted to talk about, I figured it was perfect timing because I'm starting. I started comp prep on uh, Monday with a with a new coach. Um, usually, uh, my comp preps, uh, if you don't know what that means, I'm a bodybuilder and I've, I'm be stepping on stage. I got to be super lean and all tanned up and whatnot for it. Um, it's, it's definitely a tough road to get there, but usually I like to give myself anywhere from 12 to 16 weeks before I do that. Uh, this one, it just so happened that it worked out where we got back from Europe and now I've got seven and a half weeks to get ready for the show. So I started to cut before we went on these couple trips and then kind of maintain that throughout. So I'm starting on a pretty good spot right now. I think I have like 10 pounds to lose before I'm at my stage weight, which is about five-ish percent body fat. Um, definitely not fun to be there. And then after that, I'm looking to qualify for a show in at the end of October, uh, October 29th, I believe it is, which is the world championships. I took fourth, I think it was fourth in 2019 there. But anywho, I say all that to say that I'm starting with a new coach and um, and especially because this is a, a shorter time frame for me, it, it's, it's even more important that I nail it from day one, um, his plan and really stick into that because it, it, even though I know what to do with my own body, if I'm paying a coach to, to coach me, the number one thing I want to do is follow everything that coach is telling me to do, because otherwise I can do it on my own. So if I'm going to pay somebody, you know, however much money to, to put me through it, I want to make sure that I'm asking all the questions. I want to make sure that, every dollar that I put into that is being totally used. Um, and that's actually a concept that I, I, I want all of my clients, all of you guys to, to utilize. Um, you know, you're not just paying for a diet plan or a workout program from me, though that's part of it. The biggest part is the accountability. The biggest part is asking questions and, and getting to a level of confidence in what you're doing and understanding why you're doing something. And that that's where that, that true long-term sustainability falls uh, Falls, it comes in play because if all of you, if you're just sticking blindly to a program, as awesome as that is, and you're probably going to get your results, you're not really learning the other skills that go along with it and the reasons why we're doing something that, that make it super important. So I'll start by kind of talking about, you know, what my process is when I started working with this new coach and what I've done with other past coaches as well. Um, some struggles that I realize, and I forget about some of these struggles until I go work with a new coach. Um, because it's, it's, it's few and far between for me, but this is something that is fresh for you guys. Cause some of you have been with me for a while. Some of you just maybe got a, a brand new program from me and you've been with me for a while, or maybe you just started working with me. Um, but I do recognize that there, there might be some missing gaps in, in my communication. Maybe I'm missing something. I feel like I over communicate if anything, but there's always going to be something to be missed. Um, so I'll kind of start with what my journey has been like. So far, these first only three days with my new coach, and then uh, I kind of want to open up the floor to any any struggles that maybe you guys overcame, um, or maybe that you're still dealing with that that I can hopefully help remedy. But so, 
uh, first and foremost, you know, I got a packet. Um, I got a Google Drive. That's how uh, this coach uh, works with things. And there was like five, five aspects, and there are five things that uh, that he gave me. One of them was a, a, just a basic um, kind of a an, an agreement, just just stating like he's not a doctor, he's not a medical professional. He just knows what he's doing with the, when it comes to this type of stuff, and that essentially there's no liability on his hands, which is similar to what I have as well. Um, but then another factor with it, with it was just what does, what does it look like to work with him? You know, when are check-ins, what does he expect of each of my check-ins? Um, and essentially how he does things is, is um, I check in on WhatsApp and he has me check in on Monday mornings. I would love to check, have clients check in on Monday mornings, but with my full-time job, it just isn't, isn't really feasible for that um, to, to, to have the bulk of my check-ins on Mondays and Tuesdays instead. Um, so that's a big part of that as well. But so anyway, so I got to check in on WhatsApp. And so essentially what I had to figure out was, okay, what kind of information does he need with this check-in? And so I already sent my first check-in just on my day one, uh, kind of giving him a recap of what everything looked like. Um, and so that's how I, I submit that check-in. And I can kind of go through those questions here in a little bit. Um, it's similar to what I ask as well. Um, but, you know, stepping back a, a few steps here. Um, looking through the diet plan, that's got to be my number one focus. Cause I want to make sure that I understand what's on there. Um, and, and also if I had an issue with something, there was something on there that I absolutely hated eating. I needed to, to know that and communicate that ahead of time. Um, and you know, I, I know with you guys, I, I ask you hundred percent for all of your communication, the good things, the bad things, your frustrations, the more I know, the more I, I can, I can do a better job to be a coach to you, um, and direct you in the right direction of some sort. So. I asked all my questions. I didn't really have a whole lot, um, a couple things. So he doesn't do macros so much. Um, I mean, I do diet plan and macros and he strictly just does a diet plan. He's been dabbling more and adding macros up onto it. Um, however, even with that said, I, I recognize that some of his numbers were completely different than what maybe my numbers were. Um, and that's because he's kind of transitioning to doing macros as opposed to just his traditional bodybuilding style. Hey, here's your six meals. Now go eat those six meals every day for however long. That's something I can definitely stick to, but I had to kind of communicate. Um, hey, I went and logged these, these foods into to my fitness pal just to make sure that the numbers lined up and just so I can be kind of on point in case I do need to sub anything out at any point. Maybe if I run out of strawberries and I want to replace it with, with X, Y, Z or whatever. Um, and I said, Hey, you know, these numbers are kind of coming out different than what you had on there. And so simply put, he just said, you know, uh, unless you plan on subbing foods in and out, which you know how to sub out, you know, hundred grams of strawberries for hundred grams of banana or whatever the case is. And also he does use grams instead of ounces. I generally just do ounces or hey, get a medium sized apple, whatever his is all down to the gram, which is a normal bodybuilding style approach. So I'm just more meticulous with it and much more on point. There's less room for error. But essentially, he just said, hey, just stick to the plan then as, as much as you can. Uh, he's like, I'm not really worried about the number so much. I know how I'll make the adjustments. And I'm like, all right, perfect. I'm paying you to tell me what to do. And you just told me what to do. So I'm going to go crush it now. Um, and something that was kind of stuck out to me that like my calories are going to be a little bit higher than what they had been. And knowing I have eight weeks to start this prep, you know, I go through the whole Oh my God, am I eating too much food? Am I going to be, you know, lean in time? Am I, am I going to get to um, stage weight like I need to and look the way I need to? And ultimately, this coach knows what he's doing. And I trust that he knows what he's doing. That's why I asked him to be my coach. So even if I have my own thoughts about it, I understand there's a, there's a method to his madness. 
And I, I wanted to learn a different approach, a new approach to, to cutting for myself. And that's why I went with him. So I'm just like, okay, this is, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to stick to it to a T. And I understand that, hey, if my weight goes up a little bit, or if it doesn't change at all this week, he's got plan B, he's got plan C, he's got adjustments to make, just as I tell you guys, you know, stick to the plan and then we can, we can make adjustments from there. But so it's, I, I recognize, and I always have recognized this with all my clients and I appreciate all the trust you guys put into me um, and, and just understanding that like I'm doing my, my best with it, but that, that you're having to kind of put your health into my hands to an extent, you know, you're putting in your five meals a day into my hands and, and my guidance with it. So um, that, that was kind of th- something that kind of stuck out to me was that, you know, I, I've got to completely trust him. If he's my coach and he's telling me what to do, I need to follow what, what he's saying to do uh, to the best of my ability. And if it doesn't pan out, then I'm going to learn a lot along with it. And if it does pan out, perfect. I just learned a whole new way of, of cutting and it might even bring me the best results that I've had so far. Um, but so that was kind of step one was looking through the diet plan, looking through the workout plan, little reading every little line by line that he sent me and everything that he sent me, because if you put together a packet for me, it's my job to go read that. That's step number one. I don't just go look at the diet plan. I go look at all four or five, uh, you know, um, documents that he sent me because he's sending them to me for a reason. Um, you know, I do understand that with, with my programming, I, will send in a lot of, of information and lots of different packets. And so I don't necessarily expect you guys to read over all of that. I try to uh, communicate, Hey, you know, definitely read this and read this one. Um, and then everything else you can kind of pick at, uh, you know, throughout your program. But so looking through the diet plan. So then the next step is making sure that I grocery shop for it. Now, this is, this is a, a tough thing, especially when the foods are different. I'm eating six meals. I'm eating about 3,500 calories a day right now. And yeah, that's my cutting plan. Um, I think it's 360 grams of carbs on my training day with about hundred grams of fat and 300 grams of protein. And then on my off days, it's uh, about 300 protein, still 200 carbs and about 110 grams of fat. So, uh, definitely, I mean, I'm used to eating a lot of food and, and that's part of what I do in the off season is I make sure that I reverse diet and my maintenance calories are super high so I can cut at 3,600 calories and it makes it much more enjoyable for me. I'd rather be full all day for my six meals versus starving and wanting to slam my head into the wall because I'm so hungry. Um, but so that day one was Monday. And fortunately, I had uh, the day off of, um, I mean, I, I'm, right now it's summer break for me, so I didn't have to go to work. I could just, you know, just do my client check-ins and everything I needed to do. But so aside from that, I made sure to get to Sam's Club this weekend and get the main things. And then on Monday, I was able to get to Price Shopper and pick up some of the other smaller things like uh, like oranges and English muffins and a couple other things like that. Um, and then put it all together. So then I had a meal prep at all. Um, you know, fortunately, I usually whenever I make my protein, I kind of space it out, especially in, in this particular diet plan. I've got an egg meal. I've got two chicken meals. I got a ground turkey meal. I got a ground beef meal as well uh, and a protein shake in there. So that's three different proteins I got to cook up. Um, and they're all kind of cooked in slightly different ways. So I made sure to cook up my chicken in bulk. Actually, I cooked up my chicken in bulk before I left for Europe and then I froze it. So that way, as soon as I got back on Thursday night, I thawed it out and had my chicken ready to go on Friday. Um, and now actually I need to make up more chicken. So I kind of stagger that a little bit, but I know once school gets back in session, I'll have to kind of nail it all on the weekend as opposed to using just Monday to get going. Um, but as I'm prepping, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to go get strawberries. I need to go get some strawberries. So then I had to luckily price shoppers, a couple, 
uh, blocks down the road. If I didn't have, um, you know, a price shopper right down the road that I could just drive the two minutes to, then I would have to kind of mix it up for the, f- the few days until I could go get some strawberries and I would use rice cakes or maybe another uh, scoop of rice or whatever the case is. Um, but then I, I tracked it all. I made sure I had everything ready to go. Um, and, and that was step one for me. Um, uh, especially coming back from vacation, it's hard to lock in anyway. And I know that if my meals are not, if I don't have all my proteins and my carbs cooked and ready to go, if I don't have the right amount of fruits here on hand, it's going to be hard to stick to. Um, and honestly, if I spent the money and the time to meal prep and to cook and to grocery shop and do everything I got to do, then it, it is that much more of a reason why I'm going to stick to exactly what I'm doing. Um, now the difference between me and everybody here is I'm this, I'm stepping on stage. I'm going to be literally looked at every inch of my body with, uh, you know, small underwear on, and they're gonna be looking at every little thing, making sure I'm lean, making sure there's separation with everything. So it's a different level. Um, but you know, you're also here trying to get to a a physique that you have not gotten to before as well. And so though you're not going to be stepping on stage, um, I hope that your mindset is I'm going to give this my absolute best. Um, you know, I'm paying Marcus to be my coach. I'm paying him to, to help me get where I need to. Um, so it's my job to execute the plan. It was, it was his job to build out the program for me. Now it's my job to go follow that plan as best as I can. Um, now, obviously we have a lot of lifestyle clients here, people that have never dieted before. And so I definitely recognize that as well. And that comes with its own struggles. And that's kind of what this conversation here is all about. Let's see what Haley said really quick. We have food at home talk. It's different when you're the adult who did all the cooking and paid the grocery bill. That is 100% true. Uh, and Nicole knows that all too well. She's like, hey, we're, you know, we're driving home from a friend's house something. Hey, can we stop here? I'm like, girl, you know, we have all of our meal prep ready to go at home. No, I don't want to drop the money on it. And no, that is not aligned with my goals. If you want to stop, you can stop. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, you know, say no on this. Uh, that was actually when we got off the, the airplane. Um, Coming back, uh, I think we landed at like 11 or 11.30. Nothing's open. Even McDonald's and stuff closes at like 10 o'clock now, ever since COVID, a different McDonald's at less. And uh, we did find a McDonald's that was open. I was like, I'm not eating. I'm going to go home and have my chia seed and protein shake before I go to bed. Like, that's what I'm eating. And she had a little different mindset. So she, we waited in a 20-minute line at 11.30. I was so irritated about it. I'm like, why are we getting McDonald's? But that's that's she's not on – she's not a TLF client. So – I can't say much. And she's my wife, so I definitely can't say much about it. But yes, uh, Haley, you said it perfectly. We have food, food at home talk. Uh, hits a little bit different when you're doing all the work and when it's your goals on the line. Um, you know, if you didn't have these goals, if you weren't working towards something, if we weren't constantly reminding you of those goals, then it's easier to just say, yeah, screw it. I'm, it's more convenient. It sounds better to go eat this than to go eat the, the, the chicken and rice, whatever the hell it is that you got cooked and, and ready to go at home. Uh, but so again, kind of coming back to it, since we are mainly lifestyle clients here, you know, people just looking to lose 20 pounds uh, to, to get in the best shape they have, but definitely not to step on stage. There's in, in brand new, a lot of this stuff as well is what are the kind of struggles that you guys deal with is, is what, what I'm curious about. Um, you know, I think I kind of hit some of those things. I'm overwhelmed. I got a brand new diet plan. I got a whole supplement list. Oh, I didn't, I, I sent a question because uh, for instance, I didn't see where my supplements were that were on there. I know me and him had already talked about supplements and what I should be taking. And I couldn't find that list on there. And so I shot him that message and said, hey, where are they at? And he's like, hey, did you see the tab at the bottom that said supplements? I'm like, no, I didn't see the tab at the bottom that said supplements. Sorry for asking. Uh, but again, like I could have sat here and been like, I don't want to bother him. 
why am I paying him if I don't want to bother him? Like that is, that is, that is my job as a client to ask the things to make sure I'm executing the plan as best as can be. And so that's where I'm like, Hey, there's things you're going to overlook. There's things you guys are going to miss. And the great thing is we don't have this seven and a half week window to be totally locked in. Um, when, when you're just trying to develop healthy habits, you don't have to be perfect day one or week one, or even month one. It's just about what can I control? You know, for instance, if, if I wasn't, if I, if I had this comp prep and I didn't have strawberries on hand, I would not have went to price shopper to go get them most likely. I would have just made do and made the swap with something else. Um, but I've got to be a little more meticulous with where, with where I'm at. So I kind of want to open this up to the people that are here. If you guys have anything, and if not, then I can definitely come up with my own uh, ideas about what would be some struggles. But if you guys have dealt with any struggles or current struggles that you're dealing with, or maybe, you know, week one, weekend one, when you first got your program, what was kind of your mindset? What was your, the chaos happening in your mind? You can just drop it in the messages or, or uh, unmute yourself and say whatever. I'm about to just start calling. I think, um, Hey, this is April. Yeah, April. My, I figured out my biggest struggle is I'm not eating enough because I have to change my mindset from only eating when I'm hungry and just sticking to the plan because yeah. I'll get to the point, like, if I'm not hungry, I won't eat. And then, therefore, I end up maybe eating, like, one or two meals that day and then wondering why I'm not losing like I need to. Yeah. And, and um, you know, to, to, to kind of – piggyback off of what you said, you know, I recognize that when you come to me, um, like in your instance, and I know Lauren on here, uh, we talked about that a, a couple of weeks ago as well, that that's how she came to me as well was, you know, only eating one or two meals a day. And really, I find that's probably the most common thing, um, you know, on social media and things like that. It's, it's always stop overeating, just eat less calories, exercise more, and you're going to lose weight. And yeah, for somebody who does overeat and doesn't exercise at all, that will be a big benefit. But you know, for you, April, and for Lauren as well, uh, when you're only eating one or two meals a day, your metabolism is shot at that point. Even if you're eating big meals a day, like your your body is not having to burn many calories because you're, you're, you're in starvation mode. And so your body doesn't want to burn any more calories. It doesn't want to lose weight. It's going to hold on to everything. Same thing is with like water intake and water retention. When you're dehydrated, you're, you swell up with, with water, essentially. You're, you're bloated um, and because everything you do drink, everything you do eat, you're holding on to because your body doesn't know when the hell you're going to get any more water. So it goes into its own, um, you know, dehydrated starvation mode and holds on to every little bit of water, which is why, you know, for me as a comp prep, uh, uh, uh client or, or competitor, when I'm in peak week and what that means is my, my final week before I go step on stage, I'm drinking the most amount of water than, than ever before I'm drinking two gallons a day or so. Um, Mom, you're un you're unmuted over there. You're out there yapping. <laughs> I muted you though. Don't worry. Um, anyway, um, so so back to your point though, April. When when you're used to only eating a meal or two, and you see four or five meals on your diet plan, even if they are small, I recognize your metabolism is not there yet to eat all those meals. So then it's 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 just baby steps. We don't have to eat all five meals at once, but I'm gonna damn sure make sure I get in two meals out of those five meals. And if I can, I'm going to try to bump that up to three meals. And some of that comes with your planning ahead. If you have your meals all prepped and ready to go and you, the best thing to do is look at your timing. And I'll kind of get into that and circle back to what I had to do with my own timing with my diet plan, but is one of the times, rough times that I'm going to be able to get in food right now, April, with you being on summer break from teaching, 
you probably have a majority of your day that you can eat. So you got to plan out. I'm going to eat breakfast at this time, lunch at this time and dinner at this time. If that means you only get to three out of your four or five meals, that's totally fine because you're gradually going to be eating a little bit more and more and more. Once you can nail down and you're used to eating those three meals and it's not such a chore to eat those three meals, then you eat, you add in your fourth meal. Okay. When can I fit in this fourth meal? When can I fit in this protein shake, whatever it is. And you gradually work your way up to that. And, and then from there, you know, in your situation and Lauren's situation, whenever she started with this is that before we could really start focusing on cutting, we had to make sure we were eating enough food and we had to kind of do reverse diet, which is kind of what I'm saying right now is gradually eating more and more to, to add fuel to the fire and the fire being your metabolism, the fuel being your food, the more food you eat in a gradual manner, the faster metabolism is going to go. You're not going to gain any weight with that. Um, but that's also the reason why you're not losing weight is because your body's essentially in starvation mode and it's adapted to your lack of eating. Um, so before we can really turn and really focus on, on fat loss and weight loss in general, um, we've got to make sure we're eating enough. Um, and, and there, there's a lot more that goes into that as well. But so, so that's a big key as well, right there is, is making sure that, and then the other piece of that is also communicating, you know, um, with your check-ins, that's gotta, that should be number one thing that you say in there is that I'm not eating all my meals and I'm not eating all my meals because I'm not hungry. And, you know, tell me, and, and, and then I can kind of bounce back and forth with some, some different questions to figure out why is your metabolism not fired up, you know, and obviously it's because you're just used to only eating one or two meals. So it makes sense why five meals sounds daunting and sounds like your stomach's going to explode. So the key with that is just gradual, um, um, you know, increases in your food intake. And then we're going to get there with that. And that, that is, that is a journey. It's not something that, you know, the, the, the hardest part when a new client comes to me and they say, Hey, I want to lose 20 pounds. And they say something kind of like that, you know, I, I'm used to only eating a meal or two. Well, sorry to say, and I don't want to tell you this because that's not why you hired me, but you're going to have to eat more and we're going to put weight loss on hold. And while that's the hardest thing for somebody who only wants to lose weight to hear, it's the only option you really have. And so it's better to buy in. And again, like that comes back to the whole coaching side of things. You know, I'm paying Caleb to, to, to do my coaching for me. And so I'm going to trust what he's saying is what's best. If he was below me and I had a higher knowledge about everything we're doing and a lot more experience, I'm probably not going to hire him. I'm going to go hire a different coach. Um, but I know that he has good experience with it. So that's why I'm hiring him. So same thing with that. But that was a great question though, April. Anybody else have any struggles? And I'm thinking like first day, first weekend, or maybe week one, you know, what are some things where you're like, oh my God, you're going to ask this question or, oh my God, this is chaotic to me. For me, it was um, counting macros and just tracking the macros. Because I was like, you've mentioned before, um, just following the diet plan and it's going great. And then if something happens and I need to sub out and I'm out to eat or, you know, we're at this um, celebration gathering or something, it's like a panic mode of, oh, I don't have my stuff right here. I, I don't, I'm not good about substituting. And then, so just paying more attention and like growing more sophisticated and understanding that process. Yeah. That, that, that's a great point. And like you said, uh, cause I remember when you first did start and you were just shedding weight, you were cutting, it was, everything was working really, really smoothly. Same thing with this last time after, um, that your second baby, right? Yeah. Yeah. Chris has started with me. Uh, what was like the week after you got done, uh, um, having your second baby and I mean, you shed a weight fantastically. So I just want to brag on you for a minute with that. But, um, 
No, it's, it's, do what? I was going to say thir- three days, like the day three I got days, yeah, 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 three days. It wasn't a week later. It, it was baby on Friday and, and starting a diet on Monday. Yes. Crushing it. Just ready to go. She was letting me know when she was, because uh, uh, we had to stop training. What was it, like three or four months in because you were you were getting sick all the time and just, we couldn't keep food down. And so it was like, just eat what you need to, to to make sure you and the baby are healthy. But no. So anyway, back to your point, though, is tracking macros. And yes, um, what, what I ask clients to do anyway in the first part is, hey, I want you to stick to this plan anyway. Like unless you just have to make an adjustment, then I want you to stick to this plan because I know if you're even if you don't know how to track macros, if you're eating four ounces of chicken, you're eating a half cup of rice and you're eating a medium sized banana or four ounces of banana or whatever the case is. And same thing with all the rest of your meals, then I know your macros are going to be on point aligned with what I need them to be. As long as you're just following the plan and executing what's written on there. And that way, right off the bat, after week one, after week two, after week three, I know that, okay, just for easy numbers, 2000 calories with this macro breakdown is eliciting these results or lack thereof, or you're gaining weight or you're losing weight, whatever the case is. And so then I know that, okay, she, she, or he, you know, adhered to the diet plan and crushed everything. Here are the results. Now we either stick with what we're doing because it's working or we need to make an adjustment. Um, and so that then, then comes in the, the, the macro play. And so then what, what I also ask then, especially up front, is even if it seems monotonous and it seems like, why the hell am I doing this? It's a waste of time. It's tracking the macros of your diet plan and, and actually experimenting with it because if you go on there, it's kind of like Wikipedia. Anybody can go in there and create a, ch- a four-ounce chicken breast on my fitness pal. And they can go in there and put that it's 1,000 grams of fat. We only got 10 minutes left, so sure you guys know. Um, it could be 100 grams of carbs they put on there. So you want to go find the right chicken, you know, cooked chicken breast that is aligned with my numbers that I have written down for you or something close, closely aligned with that. That's also why I give you guys ranges of, you know, 70 to 80 on grams of fat or whatever the case is so that you have some wiggle room in there and you're not, you panicking because you won't ever buy a gram. Um, that was, that was one of the most frustrating things for me is, I mean, to figure out that nutrition labels can vary by 20%, you yep. know what I mean? So like, yep you'd enter everything in, in to the fitness pal yeah. and then you'd be way off. And then you go to your numbers and you like you said, with your trainer, it doesn't add up. Yeah. And then you'd switch, you know, and try a different version of it. And then you finally just end, end up like going to the manufacturer, finding the, the label and entering your own one. Cause that's how you know what one is right. Yep. And then you just keep storing it in your foods because yeah, Somebody, you said it's like Wikipedia, like they put crazy things in there it, and, it, it, and they're it, way off, way it's, off. It's super frustrating. That that's not more, there's not some sort of a regulation type of thing that goes into it. Um, I appreciate they allow you to kind of create your own foods, your own recipes and stuff like that. Something I've done in the past and I, I could never really figure it out was I went in there and created my own TLF foods. So instead of just typing in cooked chicken and looking through a thousand, you would type in TLF cooked chicken and try to find it. I don't. I don't know if I didn't do it correctly or what the case was, because I don't think people could go find it. I can go find it. I can go type in TLF salmon and boom, there's my four ounce TLF salmon. And then I can go adjust that around. So I did do that at one point, but I don't know if anybody else can see it. Lauren, I don't know if you were getting out my fitness pal, but see if it works. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, no, so that, that is super frustrating. But like you said, once you found the food and you logged it, you used it, it's in my fitness pal for you. Now, like I'm still using the same, you know, cooked chicken breast 
that I probably entered in 10 years ago or found 10 years ago and it has stayed in there. And so I can just use it. So once you have it logged in there, then you just go type in that same thing. And if you've, you've used that food before it pops right up for you. So and, and you it, used to be able, you used to be able to share foods because if, like if Lauren would find it, she could send it to me. Oh, and then really? they cut that whole feature yeah. out like last year. Oh, I didn't know that, but something I've also, I've also thought about doing as well. Um, and I don't know if I'll necessarily do this. I think I'll have to draw, charge double because it would take a lot of time, but going in. So, so whenever I kind of create or when, whenever we are friends on my fitness pal, I think there's a way I can go into your diary log. I might even be able to log a food for you in there. So like um, if I, if James, if I went into yours, I could go in there and type in, you know, banana. Cookies. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. And then I could go find it. You said cookies. <laughs> There you go. That's how I can, I can reward clients. Like, Hey, you've been killing it. Surprise. You got cookies on your yeah, yeah, you're good. Uh, But yeah, so um, it, it is frustrating. And, and that's why I say like it, if you do the like, just like it with anything, if you put in the work up front to figure out your macros or to figure out, Hey, you had to log all this type of stuff. And you put the leg work in up front, it makes it super easy there later on. And then that way, you know, that you have, uh, and I've, I've posted the videos about how to do it on there as well, where you can uh, turn on the smart copy. So then, when, you know, you logged all your food on Monday, Tuesday hits and it's all blank. You just swipe right on each meal and a broom, it brings over all the meals from, from Monday. Or let's say your, your Monday is a high carb day. Your Tuesday is a low carb day and your Wednesday is a low carb day. So whenever you get to Wednesday, you can either swipe right there, or maybe Wednesday is also a high carb day. And you can hit the little three dots and say, copy from, and then you can copy over your Monday meals as well. So there's little tricks to it that again, at first it's frustrating, but to me, tracking your macros is huge. Kind of like Chris has said, it'll, it gives you the freedom to substitute foods in, in and out. Um, you can figure it out kind of on the fly, which is a huge benefit. But um, also what it does is it teaches you the value of the food that you're eating. You know, we all, we've all always known calories and, and things of that nature, but we don't know what's actually in the food and what's the makeup of the food. So it teaches you to look at the nutrition label and actually how to read that nutrition label. It teaches you to look at well, it's got 20 grams of carbs. Okay. But is there any fiber in that? What are the carbs coming from? Is it all 20 grams of, of sugar that you're having with that? Obviously, you know, all foods are not created equal, especially not in terms of, of, of the health of that food. Um, 20, 20 carbs, well, 20, 20 carbs is 20 carbs, but there's so many different breakdowns with it. You might be sensitive to it. It might be sugar instead of fiber, whatever the case is. Um, but so, you know, coming back to that, it, it teaches you just the value of food. It gets you in the habit of looking at, at nutrition facts, how to read it, and then also kind of your go-to, you know? So, so when you do want to sub it out, or what I like to challenge people to do every now and then is, is uh, and I don't do it all the time, um, but hey, it's Sunday or it's Saturday. I want you to go swap out, just get rid of meal one. You're, you're tired of meal one. Think about what foods you want to eat and go build your diet plan around that meal. And then and then build out the rest of your meals to kind of make it fit. And like whenever I'm in the off season, that's what I do is if there's a certain meal that I want to have this week, maybe it's it's pasta and olive oil and chicken or ground beef or whatever the case is. That's a, a, a big meal of mine, maybe even some cheese with it. Okay, that's going to take up a little bit more of my fat. So I'm going to go build in that meal first. And then I work backwards and fill in the missing blanks. And when you're eating whole foods and you're eating you know, your proteins, you're eating carbs like rice or potatoes or rice cakes or whatever, you know, a, a straightforward carb is. When I say that, I mean, it doesn't have a bunch of fats with it. It doesn't have a bunch of proteins with it. It's just a straight carb or same thing with your proteins. Once you get your, your go-tos, then it's easy to fill in those missing blanks. You're not having to totally, you know, scratch, scrap everything and, and find all new foods to eat. 
So if I wanted that my pasta meal with ground beef and, and, and um, olive oil, whatever the case is, I build that meal in first because that's my primary meal that I want to look forward to each day. And then, okay, so I still need 45 grams of carbs. Perfect. Perfect. That's a cup of rice. I still need, uh, you know, 40, 50 grams of protein. Perfect. That's going to be six or seven ounces of chicken. And I just fill in the missing blanks with the other meals that I want to eat that day. And that's where, that's where to me that the long-term sustainability comes from. You don't necessarily need to track macros the rest of your life. You don't need to do it for longer than six months or a year. But if you, once you start understanding the value of the food and you can walk through a grocery store and pretty much just be able to guesstimate pretty accurately how much protein you're getting in with what's in your cart and carbs and things of that nature, it makes it much, much easier. And then same thing like Krista going out to eat. Once you understand the value of each of the different foods that you're eating and you're looking at this and you're like, well, I, I've logged, you know, five guys cheeseburger before. I know how much fat's in it. I know how much carbs in it. I know how much protein's in it. And so this might not be five guys that I'm at. I might be at a, at a cookout. And so, hey, I had, you know, a, a two, two burgers, whatever the case is. You can kind of guesstimate fairly accurately about what that is. And I always try to overshoot it than undershoot it. But again, just learning the value of it. So that's why, you know, tracking macros is hard. And I think we just kind of delved off of the topic that the call was, and that's my fault, but that was a good question though. And good points to, to James and Lauren and Krista. We only got two and a half minutes left, just so you guys know. But does anybody have anything else at the moment? Other struggles that you've dealt with? So I'll, I'll say this then, and if you have anything, just interrupt me or drop it in the comments right here. Um, the, the most important thing you can do is just, just communicate with whatever's going on, whatever your struggle is, whatever question you have. Um, you know, I, again, I am somebody who likes to over-communicate. So if you ask me a question, I'm going to, I'm going to hit it from five different angles so you can understand it, or I can even refer you to one of the documents that I sent out. And so that's going to be going to be something else that I want to do on future of these zoom calls is dive into some of those different packets I've sent you guys, like the, the TLF success folder. And I've got a bunch of different things that tools and stuff I put in there over the years, uh, but kind of diving into some of those different topics, because I understand like when you get your program, you want to look at the workout program. You want to look at the diet plan. All right, perfect. That's all I need to know. I know I need to get going with it. Uh, but looking through the rest of that stuff it is very helpful. Um, and so we can definitely do that as well. What's I was going to say thing with one of the documents that, Oh, we were talking about sleep and you had suggested like shut down, like start relaxing at this time of day. And then I went back and looked at one of the documents. I was searching for something else and read um, one line that said, stop your caffeine eight hours before your shutdown time. And I was like, I know I read this document, but I didn't internalize that specific line yeah. of it until I was like deeper into the plan. And because like you, you just have so much knowledge to share and yeah. it's not until you're like, oh, well that hits right now. Exactly. Exactly. And so, so that's a big thing too. And that's another reason why I wanted to start these zoom calls because I know some of that things gets lost in translation or you just miss it whenever you read it over the first time. And so kind of circling back and touching on these things now is, is definitely why I wanted to do these zoom calls. Plus it's just nice to be able to see you guys face to face instead of just over messaging and stuff, but I think it's about to expire on us. So I really appreciate everybody's time tonight. Um, um, I think it was valuable. Hopefully it was valuable to you guys and to everybody else that's going to watch the recording. I'll see you guys later. Bye friends.